Today we are looking at words from Isaiah. God's prophet repeatedly warned God's people of hard times to come when all would seem lost. He also repeatedly thrilled God's people with visions of beauty of what God would do. Today's readings trace one of those gloriously upward trajectories. We will read and think about today's passage in two parts. Reading from Isaiah 11. Out of the stump of David's family will grow a shoot. Yes, a new branch bearing fruit from the old root. And the spirit of the Lord will rest on him. The spirit of wisdom and understanding. The spirit of counsel and might. The spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. He will delight in obeying the Lord. He will not judge by appearance, nor make a decision based on hearsay. He will give justice to the poor and make fair decisions for the exploited. The earth will shake at the force of his word, and one breath from his mouth will destroy the wicked. He will wear righteousness like a belt and truth like an undergarment. An apparently lifeless tree stump will yield a new, fresh, vital and fruitful branch. There will be a new king, a descendant of David, but greater than David. He will be one on whom the spirit rests and he will have all the character of God. He will display that character in delighted obedience and perfect justice. He will have power beyond our comprehension. He will be clothed in righteousness and truth. Those who first heard Isaiah's words would have asked, who and when? We are privileged to be those who know and declare, Jesus has come. The prophecy is fulfilled. But we move on to the second part. In that day, the wolf and the lamb will live together. The leopard will lie down with the baby goat. The calf and the yearling will be safe with the lion. And a little child will lead them all. The cow will graze near the bear. The cub and the calf will lie down together. The lion will eat hay like a cow. The baby will play safely near the hole of a cobra. Yes, a little child will put its hand in a nest of deadly snakes without harm. Nothing will hurt or destroy in all my holy mountain. For as the waters fill the sea, so the earth will be filled with people who know the Lord. In that day, the heir to David's throne will be a banner of salvation to all the world. The nations will rally to him and the land where he lives will be a glorious place. We legitimately use the past tense to refer to the coming of Jesus, the promised and perfect King. But when we look at these verses, we cannot but reach for the future tense. This is not our present reality. Isaiah, from long before our time, sees even beyond our time to see the end result and what a glorious one it is. Nature and natures will be transformed. The predators of our age will be different 
and in place of predation, there is peaceful coexistence. The vulnerable, exemplified by a child, need have no fear. It'll be filled with those who know God. Old divisions between tribes and people will be set aside as all nations rally to God. We live inevitably and unavoidably in the present tense, in the last days. We look back to the king who came into the world, the promised shoot of David's line, the one who, all for love's sake, became his man. We look back and meditate in this time of Lent on his path of obedience to the cross, where the price was paid and the victory was won. This knowledge equips us to look forward, invites us to think on Isaiah's God-given vision when all things will be renewed and transformed. We do not see it yet, but that future is as certain and sure as God's fulfilled promises of the past. Father, thank you that Although we live in these latter days, between the victory won and the vision to come, that future you promise is no less sure than your completed deeds in the past. Amen.